Welcome to the Nathaniel Noble Jr. Podcast, where we talk about life because it happens to everyone, along with some great indie musicians Q&A sessions. So come aboard, kick back, and let's vibe. Welcome to this week's guest on the Nathaniel Noble Jr. Podcast. She's the creator and owner of She Is You brand. Editor-in-chief of the soon-to-be-released She Is You magazine. Author of the international bestseller, Pieces of Me. Let's introduce my new guest, Felicity Nicole. How are you, my friend? I am fantastic, sir. How are you? I'm great. Uh, Now that I pushed the record button. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had like a 15-minute conversation beforehand. Yeah, (laughs) good to get to know you. So, uh... Yeah. Where where do we hail from? Uh, tell us your story. You, you're, you're a woman empowerment. You come from uh, some stormy backgrounds and you overcame it. So you're trying to help other women to do the same. I am. I am. Uh, she is you is a brand for midlife women that are seeking reinvention through healing and through all those stages of life. It doesn't have to be that deep, ugly healing. It could just be through an ugly season. Women, you guys have it easy. We women Who have are, it easy. The guys? You got yeah. Please. You haven't been a guy. Try going through menopause. Oh, oh, oh. Well, we got mental pause. You do, actually. I will give you that. You do have mental pause. And then we pause. have to deal with our ladies that go through the menopause. So we on the outside exactly. still have to adjust yeah. and so we, we have our issues. No comparison, you you but do. you know. Yeah. Some yeah. Man, I gotta stand up for the men. You do. We just weather a I'm lot of stuff. Hey, we, we, we just weather a lot of stuff and we don't complain or say nothing. We just keep it in. That's why we die young. Oh, I'm not you go to the gym. Huh? You go to the gym. Does you just take it to the gym? Yeah. Oh, uh, just get out and do some push ups. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Just yeah. Tell you us shouldn't about. harbor it in. I know. I so that's what I do. Know. I'm a writer. I'm a brand owner. My magazine is out. It's right here. You can find it on my website. It's, it's, you know, twice a year, fall, winter, spring, summer. And as it grows, I want the brand to grow. I want more to come out. And I, I'm one of those overachievers. Like, I want it to look better than it was this time. And, you know, I'm seeking advertisements. So any big brands out there, you know, that are midlife women related, I'm seeking advertisements. This is going to go big and far because it's behind me and I am freaking unstoppable. Ooh. So what's your backstory? How did you get to this point to be unstoppable? Because one time you thought you were always stoppable. What happened? God put me on a journey of a hell of a journey. It was like the book of Eli with Denzel. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know where I was going. It was all blind faith. I just kept trusting, trusting the process. And that's not an overnight thing. No, it's not. It's been like like a a marathon. year process. Yeah. The rocks keep rolling and you just keep falling over them and you keep getting back up and you learn your lesson and you keep going. I'm telling you, I, I, he's put me on one hell of a journey to become the most beautiful, insightful, graceful woman that I think I could, and humble that I can be. Yeah. You got to put the humble in there. Yeah. Cause I'm very, very humble and very giving. So uh, can we, can we tap into like the problems you had to overcome that? Yeah. 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 I've had to overcome um, emotional, physical, sexual abuse through an ex-husband. It's hard to imagine when you go through therapy 
And it's like, but he's my husband, but you weren't consenting the sex. So it's hard. You, do you understand what I'm saying? So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So I was raped by me. So all that. Um, my father, I, I saw my dad try to kill my mom at the age of 10. That's not good. No, but what I learned, the beauty of that is I learned in my father's story and it's in my book is redemption mm-hmm. because he was a hustler. You know, I'm half Hispanic. I'm half Polish. My dad was, you know, he had a full-time job on the side. He worked for the Spanish mafia. He was an enforcer. And he, mm. I remember him, you know, calling my mom going, I did it this time. I did it. And I remember her specifically being on the phone going, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Not my problem. And so he redeemed his life and gave it over to God. And that man got to enjoy a good 10 to 20 years of grandchildren, children, and trying to make it good for my mom. That's awesome. It's beautiful. The turnaround. It's absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Redemption is amazing. God gives people a second chance. Before your uh, marriage, how was your childhood coming up? Um. I compare it to the book, Lord of the Flies. We were wild. We were so wild. So you got to think after that happened to my mom, God bless her. She like just shut down. I don't blame her. Right. So she shut down. She worked. She came home. Her vices were cigarettes and coffee. She didn't date. She wasn't a drinker. She wasn't out partying. It was just work and home. We had to raise ourselves. So it was like Lord of the Flies and it was anarchy and we were angry children and we didn't know how to take out those feelings, but on each other. And we put her through hell, (laughs) you know, I mean, God bless that woman. She's stronger than me. (laughs) We put her through hell. I mean, I'm a high school dropout with a college degree. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times the cops came to my house to break up the outdoor parties that my brother was having for him to be one of the most financially successful in my family. Well, I'm coming up close. <laughs> Working on it. You know? Yeah. Um, one of the things she left me with, because both my parents passed away in 2013, about three months apart from each other. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the most important lessons that she taught me was you never judge a book by its cover. And you had examples yes. in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never judge a book by its cover. That's true. She was just, yeah. And you, you never know uh, somebody's backstory too, you know? Yeah. And why they're acting yeah. out or yeah. the steps it took to get to that point, what caused them to go that way or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, guess so you're, I guess you're a living witness to yourself, huh? I am. Yeah. I really am because it's. It's funny how we can just kind of judge so easily, you know, when mm-hmm. you're walking down the street and you see somebody and it's like, oh, let me talk my person a little more or, oh, look at what they're wearing. I just, you know, I happen to be in a very superficial neighborhood area where there's a lot of judgment and it's unfortunate because, you know, heart to heart, we're supposed to love one another. And if we can get past that superficial stage and just embrace one another for who we are. You better hear Our means. imperfections. Yes. Our imperfections and all. Like, my door's open. Nate, you're more than welcome. You know what? That's just like how I am. Like, for, for Thanksgiving, I had my orchid kid. Yes. My orchid kid spent Thanksgiving with me. And the backstory to that is I've known him for about eight to ten months. I love him dearly. We just connected. And I found out 
that he had a tough life and that he was homeless. And so um, that hurt me. That hurt me deeply. And I cut him a check and I said, consider this a grace from God and just start over. And you are always family to me. And so something told me to call him two days before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I checked in on him and I said, what you doing, kiddo? How are you doing? I'm doing well. I said, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Well, it's just me. I said, just you, not your mom or dad or your kids. He's like, no, it's just me. I said, well, then you're coming to my house. Uh, you're coming over. And he's like, no. I'm like, absolutely not. Honey, your family, your family. I love you, your family. That's just how my heart works. Cool. So what uh, on the magazine, tell us about that. So we are today's Midlife Woman's Magazine. She is you is today's Midlife Woman's Magazine. So we aren't our mama's midlife woman's magazine, like good housekeeping and women's day, which I remember seeing on my grandma's, you know, coffee table. We talk relevant, real taboo topics. So we talk about dating after divorce. We talk about sex after divorce. We talk about healing before you get into the dating world. We talk about menopause and sex and the lack thereof sex. We talk about, Um, you know, fitness and feeling comfortable in your body. Because as we age and hormones kick in, you know, our body changes and we have to learn to embrace that instead of the false expectations that we see through social media. You know, there are beautiful women out there in their 50s and 60s that look amazing, but that brings us ladies, the average ones like me and all my followers, unrealistic expectations of what we should look like. Because I got to tell you what, Nate, I can't hit the gym every day. I got a business to run. I've got clients to see. I've got a 15 year old that's in every sport under the sun, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's all about empowerment, encouragement, support with some good recipes. And I'm a designer. I've got interior design degree. So we go down that road and I like clothes. <laughs> I like, <laughs> a woman doesn't like clothes. So we throw all that in there. So one day you design your own, add that to the collection. Maybe. No. Jesus. <laughs> That's a whole different name. So, uh, oh my God. And the book, the book is pretty much the same. My book dives in deeper. So, Pieces of Me, it dives in. It's a deep book. It's, it really is. It's, it goes deep. It goes soulful. So, it starts with the moment my dad attempted, we, the, the, the crystal ashtray moment, attempted to kill my mom. And then it's just a journey of self-discovery and me, you know, repeating patterns, which happens in families. We repeat patterns in life, generational trauma, all that. I fell into the hands of an abuser, just like my mom did. You know, um, I deal with abandonment. My parents, my mom turned her back on me quite a bit. Um, I, it's, it's beautiful. I speak about detachment, being able to love from a detached point of view, being able to set my ex-husband free and still love him, but just know that you're not meant for me. And know that when I had to make the sacrifice of walking away from my family, it wasn't because out of hate, it was out of love, love for myself and love for them. I love them dearly. I wish them all the best, but it's the safest way to protect myself and my son. Like self-preservation. Huh? Emotion. Yeah. 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 Take care of yourself because yeah. uh, if you're not good, you can't be good for nobody else. Yeah. No. And there's a lot of underlying God theme in there because I'm telling you, he saved my life. He saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hi, we're Marla and Dave, and you're listening to the Nathaniel Noble Jr. Podcast. Please join us on our website, Loving Beyond Reason. That's www.lovingbeyondreason.org. We look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, before oh my uh, eyes. before your God experience, uh, were you in touch with God? Uh, you had to come to this storm and find him. Born raised Catholic. Okay, so you're Went to Catholic knew. grade school. Yeah, Catholic grade school, you know, but then in your 20s, you kind of disconnect sometimes. Yeah, you do but your own thing. There's a point, yeah. Yeah, we disconnect. Um, it was towards the end of my first marriage where I started to reconnect. And then it was up actually up to two years ago that helped me change the story of abandonment. People listen up. When I realized that Everybody in my life has turned their back on me at some point that has loved me, but God has never once left my side. That flips the script of abandonment completely. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's like, uh, I'm going to show you, I'm the rock. You don't put all that trust and dependency on human beings. You know, you deal with them in a season, but when it, when the, when the pedal hits the metal, I'm the one you look up to, mm-hmm. and I, I have moments like that, you know, in my in my journey. And it's like when I had nobody else, and nobody else would listen or hear. At my lowest point in life, that's all I had. It's like when you get to the lowest, that's when you find them. <laughs> like, well, what's that saying? It's like There's I'm like, hey, I've been in a foxhole. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to uh, open up and accept me, and and you know, just be there, so I can feel there. you. Yeah. Yeah. But we get distracted yeah. with all these other human things and stuff like that. And it's like all the while, like, hey, when you're ready, you know, I'll, I'll let the, I'll let your false idols let you down over and over again until you realize it's me, baby. It is. And then you, once it you is. realize that, and then you you rebuild on that, knowing that God is the rock, then you can flourish in your other relationships going forward because it's not people. I mean, they have seasons, you know, they have, they come and go in different times in your life and they're there for moments that, you know, for those special moments and then they flee or whatever. Some stay around. Everybody have a time, you know, time phase, but in the end. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's him. Yeah. It's him. Yeah. I call that like lessons. So I call that almost like, like soul contracts or lessons because I truly believe God will put somebody in your life. Mm-hmm. For a times. season, yep. yeah, to teach you a lesson, whether it's a good lesson or a hard lesson. Well, you're gonna learn, and <laughs> you're gonna learn. And I'm gonna tell you, it's, it may and be hard if but you you're don't gonna learn. It's gonna come back around until you get the message. Hundred and ten percent, hundred and ten percent correct on that. Yes, it's okay. gonna come back. Yes. Yeah. So when you pass the test, you can move on to the next. <laughs> yes. It is. It really is. Just life is all about that learning experience yeah. and that spiritual upgrading. And just knowing yeah. he is. He is. And ladies, I can't express, I don't know what your listening crew is, but They're all for over. ladies out there, they, they are, are all over. over. Okay, so let's just keep it this. Ladies and men, one of the sexiest things that I find in a man is when they are rooted in God. So if it goes God family work, like I'm on my knees. Well, I must Not be, literally speaking. I must, Let me rephrase that. I must be sitting here sexy because it's God. <laughs> yes, it is. It's beautiful. 
I, yes. I don't know what to do without it. So it's like my operating system. Yes. You know, so. I wish we could have more people spread that and share that with men. That's what your job may be, just to keep spreading that for men, because there's so many wounded men out there, as there is women, you know? Yeah, we're living in a wounded world, you know, but everybody's looking in the wrong direction for healing. Vices. Yes, they are. You know, relationships, drugs, sex, you know, whatever, fix or something, like... You got to go. You got to go to the uh, the creator. Mm-hmm. Ask him personally. I need your help. Mm-hmm. I'm lost. Mm-hmm. I'm wandering. I need direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me peace of mind. And you cannot fake it. No. Nope. I called out a client. I called out a client. He didn't like it. I said, "Don't tell me. I know what you're doing. You're in that. You're in that that church every Sunday with your coat on and your family. But I'm telling you right now, what you're doing on the side." You're not root. It's it's no, no. You're not rooted in God. You're just playing the part, yeah, playing a role. <laughs> mm-hmm. On the surface, you're living out on the surface, but the inside is turmoil. Did you know that over ninety-two percent of people in the United States are deficient in one or more vitamins or minerals? Unfortunately, the foods we eat just don't have enough of the vitamins and minerals our bodies need to maximize our immune systems, strengthen our organs, and help our bodies perform at their best. It's also the reason why so many people get sick. In fact, over 80% of patients who got COVID-19 were deficient in vitamin D, and up to 82% critically ill patients are deficient in vitamin C. The fact is, we need supplements. And now for the first time ever, you can get the highest quality, most complete supplements on the market for prices that anyone can afford. With Live Good, you can afford to be healthy. Check out joinnatenow.com. Check out the six-minute video. Leave a good name and email and we'll get with you with more information. Have a great day. Yeah, total. Sex addiction. Sex addiction to deal with the pain. Yeah, that's his, his vice. the pain. His vice, yeah. 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 And so uh, let's see, what else we have going on here? We can talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah. What else you want the people to know about? Felicity Nicole. I am a speaker. I am a mother. I am a healer. I just finished up some shaman schooling. And I'm working on now um, a theology degree. Slowly but surely, I'm chipping away at a theology degree with, I want to get my PhD with women's understudy. And I would love to teach the women in the Bible at a university level. The old me, because I still think I'm 15 deep inside, even though I'm pushing 50. Yeah. You, you, uh, yeah. you know, you're old as you feel. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's really it right now. It's my world revolves around myself and my healing, my husband and his healing and my son, and we are in autonomy. You know, I really do believe that relationships should be like a very beautiful detached type of relationship where there's freedom to go your separate ways and, and fill your own cup up. So you're prepared to deal with your family, you know, embrace one another. Uh-huh. So on the, uh, you say you was 220 pounds. 
What was that mm-hmm. journey like? When did you so make up your mind and say, enough is enough. I want to get rid of this. So it was immediately after I moved out, which was the week before Thanksgiving. And then like That's a three hard weeks week. later. <laughs> right before Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm telling you. It's like, let me get this last it, meal in and then we'll work on it. Yes. Well, and then we had an ice storm in Chicago. Oh, my Literally God. everything. And I was like, oh, my God, are the movers going to be able to come? Because the only people that knew about it was my family. <laughs> I didn't tell my ex. My son did not know. He was spending the night at my sister's. I'm like, are you able oh. to come? I know. And they're like, we'll make it. And they came and they picked up four pieces of furniture. They're like, we made it all the way here for four pieces. And then I started to cry. I started to cry. And I remember the guy telling me, ma'am, I don't know what you're going through, but I t- I'll tell you what, in a year, you're going to feel completely different. And um, three weeks later, I checked in, I stopped over at my sister's house and she's like, whoa, what happened to you? The weight just started to fall off. I dropped like 20 pounds in three weeks. That's fast and for a woman. It, it yeah. is. It, yeah, it is. And it wasn't that I was changing my eating style. It wasn't that I was not eating. Mm-hmm. It's... Sometimes we carry weight as a form of protection, as okay. a shield. Yeah, yeah. Look unattractive so you won't be desiring me. Yeah. 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 So um, right away, 20 just kind of shed. And then I just kind of get it, got into the habit of exercise and, and then eating healthier. And it wasn't up until the past three years where I really honed in and figured out that it's just in my DNA that my body wants to be fat because I'm Hispanic. So we carry that gene of, I think it's just carbs. Just, I cannot do carbs. <laughs> carbs is I'm so addictive. insulin resistant. <laughs> I cannot. So yeah. I, and I lost the rest with, with uh, a specialist, a doctor who is um, amazing precision medicine and figured out that it was my hormones. And mm-hmm. yeah. Well, did you uh, take up any like nutrition and stuff? Supplements? Yeah. So I'm a huge Huge intermittent faster. I the longest I fasted was five days. And what did you do? Just water, juice, what? Water and bone broth, black coffee, and tea. If you can get past the first twenty four hours, you're golden. Yeah, and kinda... I made dinner every night for my family. Man. That's called discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you love to eat a good meal, it's like whoa, wow. It's totally. Mm-hmm. I need to start doing that to get rid of this <laughs> this layer around my midsection. Well, figure your last your last meal ends at seven. Seven. Let's say you wake. Yeah, seven p.m. is your last meal. You wake up at seven a.m. You're already fasted twelve hours. Push it to noon. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I usually uh, wake yeah. up at four a.m. during the week. Okay, push it till noon. Just push it till noon. Right there, you're already fasted. What almost twenty hours? So the thing about it is, I, uh, like I, I get up. I'm a driver. Drive trucks. So uh, I'll take my supplements, my super green, super reds, my coffee, and that'll hold me. I can I can go past noon just on the supplements. What else? What else? What else? Solid food. I think for you, then it's a sedentary. Um, how, how, yeah, because what is your steps? Like, are you getting enough walking? No. Yeah. I just need to add walking. Yeah. And don't eat after seven. Really don't. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, they're calling sitting and I'm not scary here, hon, but they're calling like sitting like the new heart disease, like the new smoking, that sedentary is becoming the new smoking. So 
if you're an over, I've got plenty of friends, plenty of guy friends that are over the road truckers. Um, I'm, I'm local. Okay. So I can get just, out. yeah, get yeah. out, get out and walk, get yourself. A, I just picked up a hundred dollar treadmill that sits under my desk. I throw that in front of my TV at night and I walk just to get my steps in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to increase my uh, walking cardio, walk yeah. up and down the street with a dog or something. Yeah. It's on me, baby. It's on me. It is. New year, new me. Yeah. So uh, where can they find you online? We can find me at sheisumag.com. We could do Instagram at Felicity Nicole or Felicity underscore Nicole underscore. And um, TikTok at the Midlife Healing Journey, which TikTok is like the most fun I'm having because I'm doing a lot of collaborative work with a lot of women and men. Yeah. A lot of other it's- creators, content creators. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. And it's it's all about just connection. All about connecting and you know, speaking that that mind and giving out what do you want to call it? Niblets of good stuff. Yeah, some good energy, good vibes. Hundred percent. Too much hate in the world. Yeah. Oh, you sound like me. Spray love. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh so so this is the part of the show where I ask my guests to leave some positive life nuggets. What you got for us? Oh yeah. Okay. Positive life nuggets. Trust your journey because it's going to be dark and ugly and scary. And you're going to feel alone, but you just have to trust it. You really do. Um, Don't give up. As hard as it gets, do not give up. Like, I am a firm believer. You have no idea what I've had to endure. I've been on my deathbed two years ago, holding Zoom meetings, growing a business, like while they're putting a catheter in my butt. Yeah. I don't give up. I'm telling you. And when it comes to that sacrifice, what are you willing to sacrifice in your life in order to leverage yourself? I see a lot of people stumble and fail and get scared. You got to do it. Sometimes we have to take two steps back in order to take those three steps forward. Mm -hmm. You really have to examine every area of your life. And ultimately, just connect to source. I don't care what your source is, but your foundation has to be some sort of spiritual foundation because at some, at some point in your life, you're going to have to turn to that when times get tough. Cool. And then when times get good, don't forget about it. Exactly. That's where you give grace and think, yes, gratitude, gratitude. There's so many people out there that just don't have enough gratitude. I don't think they realize that gratitude will open your heart up for so much more to come. Yeah, it can't bless yeah. you if your hand is balled up, huh? It opened it. Yeah, exactly. Cool. This has uh, been a great interview. And I agree. Let's see uh, what else you got. What else you got? The book they can find on your website, right? Yes. So the book is on Amazon, Pieces of Me. Um, I highly suggest that if anybody is interested into memoirs or autobiographies of people that have gone through trials and tribulations and have reinvented themselves to be a huge baller like myself. A baller? What What is your definition of baller like yourself? Like myself? Hustler, like, baller, break it down. Yes. I'm telling you, like, I'm a I seriously don't want to say I'm unstoppable, but like God has built me into a machine, one hell of a machine. He's given me the strength and courage to enter rooms that I never thought I would imagine I would have to enter rooms with men, men, powerful men, thinking they're going to control me and tell me what to do. No, 
Oh, oh, you yeah, say, I've handled it with grace. Oh, you I say 120 pounds now? You go in and taking over? 112 pounds. 112. Man, you're like yeah. uh, heavy as my little finger. Yeah. But just, yeah, it, it really is. And I, and I say it with the most humble way. Yeah. Yeah, you can read it. In, you read it in the book and you'll see. And I've got another one that's coming out next fall, um, which is the higher consciousness approach to forgiveness. When we can truly let go and forgive those that have hurt us, just set yeah. them free. You can move on. Set them free. Yeah. Why hold on to that pain? Yeah, the, the forgiveness is mostly for you, not the other person. Yeah. And pick up the magazine. Ladies, gentlemen, for your wife, your girlfriend, whatever it is, yeah, the magazine. We have all the links in the show notes so they can click on it and yeah. go right to it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. this I want to be huge. I want that to be like in every grocery store, Walgreens, everything across the nation. Yeah, so when I'm in line, I'm, I'm peeping at the magazine. They'll see it. Like, hey, I interviewed like, her. I know her. I That's that. my friend Felicity. I know her. <laughs> and you can hit me up. I never forget. That's hey, just how I am. I have my clients come to still come to come to the door. Yeah, my house is. I'm one of those. My house is always open. Yeah, I like that pitch in the background. It's love, 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 love. Overemphasize. Yes, exactly. Yeah, my just, house. I'm always open. When when in doubt, just open. just look at that picture, huh? Like, okay, yeah. I know I'm supposed to operate in love. Got it. Well, cool. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on the Thing You Know Virginia podcast. We're going to thank Laura and uh, Olivia for setting this up. They're the greatest. I love them. Yeah. Been a plum pleasing pleasure. It has been, Nate. Thank you very much. You heard it exclusively on Nathaniel Noble Jr. podcast. Hi, this is Felicity Nicole, and you are listening to the Nathaniel Noble Jr. podcast. And you can check me out at sheisumag.com. Thanks for listening to the Nathaniel Noble Jr. Podcast. If you've enjoyed our show, make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. We appreciate every one of you. 